All right, welcome back to the Cultivating Gridiron Transformation Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. I'm your host, Nick Thompson, as always. And this week, we have Tom Kelly joining us. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Yeah? Decent. Decent? I lost this week, so once again, you know. Sometimes that happens, happens, you know. How how are you feeling about being on the podcast? I'm so excited. I feel like a celebrity right now, you know, so... Hey, long time listener, you know, first time, first time guest. So, first time guest. You know, yeah, that works. All right, man, we're going to get right into it. All right, so in today, as we get started, uh, I got a few questions for you, Tom. I just want to, I was thinking about this podcast before we started, and I was thinking about fantasy football, and I've been. I, the last couple of years, I've struggled to enjoy football. Okay. But this year in particular, I'm really enjoying football. I think it's because of fantasy football. Okay. Uh, I'm in two leagues, one besides this one. So I, I want to know your thoughts. Do you, do you feel like fantasy football has the power to bring people together? Can you, can you talk about that a little <laughs> bit? Sure. Uh, I mean, I think so. I think because uh, I'm in another league other than this one, too, with some uh, friends I went to in college. So that's a huge part of the reason of why we keep in contact a lot of our discussion is on fantasy football plus uh uh i'm not a huge nfl fan actually so uh the only reason i ever watch the nfl is for fantasy football related purposes or like am interested in hanging out with people doing that so i'm more of a college football fan so cool so i think that yeah there's something about it where you can kind of have a stake and any game so even you know like the Redskins and the Dolphins the the tank bowl so to speak you know I had a a a running back and that that I was really hoping wouldn't get their touchdown poached which they did yeah in that matchup but so it makes it more entertaining in that so yeah it's a yeah I think so yeah that's awesome yeah I I completely agree with most of what you said, besides the college football part. I mean, that's fair. I'm going to ask you about that in a second. Go for it. I want to know more about... I didn't want to talk about college football with Noah, but I'm happy to talk about it with other (laughs) people. That's fair. Um, But, I mean, I just... I mean, this is not to get weird, but it's the Cultivating Gridiron Transformation Football Podcast. I feel like this has been a good way for the 12 guys in this league to just kind of, like, have a check-in point every week, you know? Yeah. We don't... We don't talk a lot in the group me but uh i think the podcast and the conversations that we do have as brief as they are it's a fun little checking point yeah and like and this is really the first time i'm getting to hang out with you which is pretty cool too. yeah yeah i was gonna say too as someone like new to christchurch it's kind of cool to have like this as a point to get to meet a bunch of people cool and play fantasy football so win-win it's win-win okay now i want to know about college football what? Who's your team? Oh, uh, where where did you even go to school? Let's so I went there. to school at Clemson University. Okay, so then I don't need all, to know. all the attire. <laughs> no one else can see this. This is a yeah. you know a podcast, but yeah. So uh, I I was a uh, Clemson grad, uh, pretty big football fan. Yeah, uh, because football's nuts there. So uh, are you from there? So or? so I'm from North Carolina, about North two Carolina. hours from there. So so pretty close to the university. Uh, college football is. I would say definitely bigger in the South and the NFL, at least as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I was at Clemson, our team was, was not as good as they are now. Yeah. Still pretty good. So uh, they started their streak of 10-win 
uh, seasons when I was a sophomore. So I saw them wins. So. so okay, remind me where are they ranked right now? So they're they they fell to three because ranked LSU three. okay had a had a big one that jumped it. them. So they're sitting third right now, which is fine. So I like it. This might just turn into a college football podcast. That is, week that's fair. Because I have a lot of questions. Yeah. I went to ISU. Yep. Uh, it's a D1 school. Uh, football, I don't know how that works. I don't think that they're... I don't know they're, how that works, but... They're, yeah, they're they're like in the... the like I would say D2. That's not yeah. quite right. But they're with like North Dakota State. They have sure. a separate... Yeah. Kind of, yeah. So football, not a... Not, Super competitive, obviously not super competitive. Like not top, nowhere near the top twenty-five. Yeah. Will ev- never, will never be near the top twenty-five. Um, basketball competitive, but uh, we've had a lot of really good teams leave our division for mm-hmm. better divisions in the past seven years, and um, so a lot of that has devalued re- the recruiting process, devalued our division. So. I go to when I do go to games. I mean, those are the two major sports. There's other ones, but um, when I do go to games, there's this level of excitement that is lacking. And I've I've always imagined, like growing up, I always imagined going to a D one school, a big time yeah. D one school, and being able to be a fan. I was a big Duke fan growing up, so yeah. that was kind of the dreams to go to Duke. And then I realized you got to be pretty smart to go to Duke. <laughs> and I was right. like, I'm not gonna. That's not gonna happen. Anyway. Tell me, tell me what it's like to go support a D one, a top, traditionally top twenty five program. Sure, yeah, uh, on a weekly basis. It, it's it's pretty wild. Um, it it's definitely well. We benefited had free tickets students, which was awesome. But is, I mean, like, is that the norm for? I I don't think so. Okay. So I've heard a lot of people who have said that's not the case, which okay. surprised me. Yeah. So we got free tickets to everything. That's awesome. But uh, I I mean, my senior year we camped out. We would start Monday hmm. every week to camp out uh, for for tickets for the football game. Wow. So uh, which would usually be you'd have two overnights in there before seniors could get tickets. So uh, uh, game day's nuts. Especially for a big game. Like, the biggest one we had that I recall, and, and game day came to campus, like college game day. Mm. Um, so Clemson's about maybe, like, 40,000, 45,000 people, like the city. They went up to 250,000 people were in the city. They all can't fit in the stadium. There's, like, 81,000 wow. and change in the stadium. There's that many people just tailgating there. Yeah. Like, it's a sea of orange. People are losing their minds. And I was at the game when uh, – when uh, they played Lamar Jackson, when Louisville, mm. so so I didn't think Louisville was going to be great. Yeah. So tickets weren't super expensive in like June when I was like, well, that's a game I'll go back to. So that that's the last home game I've been to, which has been a couple of years now. Nice. But, uh, yeah, like you can't talk on Sunday because you've been screaming literally <laughs> the whole game. Um, that's awesome. So it's probably it maybe is a little different in Clemson, but I mean it's it's wild there. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard to explain, um, but yeah, it's pretty it's pretty yeah. cool. Plus, we've seen a lot of like cool NFL talent. So you know, I, I went to school with Nuke, uh, with Sammy Watkins was there. Um, yeah, yeah. So he, he he was a freshman when I was a yeah, when yeah. I was a sophomore. So uh, oh, he was so good. It was ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, 
This is uh, this is great. I feel like I'm getting the Clemson football history lesson yeah, too yeah. because I mean the first name that came to mind was Deshaun Watson. Right. But I mean <laughs> you know legend. I yeah. did I, I as a like a person that doesn't follow college football closely, like yeah. forget about Sammy Watkins and uh DeAndre Hopkins and Yeah. I mean, yeah. Those are big names too. So Yeah, they're yeah. Yeah, they got okay. a few defenders out there, so yeah. So I, you also made me. We're never gonna get past. This no, that's part of the that's fine. I I love talking uh, about Clemson. So you you were gonna tell the story about DeAndre Hopkins' nickname. Yeah, so I at least think it's under. First of all, it's really weird to go to your first like game as a student and to hear everyone booing a like elite receiver who just made like a forty yard touchdown reception, and then you have to ask, and they're like, "Oh, they're saying Nuke." Like, like, nuke, and you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then yeah, the next yeah. question is, why? So, <laughs> yeah. uh, although it sounds legit, you're like, oh, he's like the bomb or something, or he's like an explosive play away, Yeah. but it's spelled N-U-K. So, apparently, as a small child, uh, his parents had a hard time getting the nuke brand pacifier out of his mouth. So, uh, they started calling him nuke. Because he had it with him everywhere. Wow. So that was the name that's... Of all the reasons to have that name. Yeah. Because it sounds so... To me, it sounds really cool. I'm it like, does. Yeah, why, it does. why would I not want to be nuke? That would be yeah. awesome. And then you're like, after a pacifier, that's much yeah. less exciting. <laughs> I mean, he pulls yeah, it off. No, he's like one of the best receivers in the league. So it's like, that, whatever, man. Like The the story behind it is weird. But yeah. it's a great nickname. And I, it's inspired... I, like, I feel like I need to do some research and look up best like NFL player nicknames that, I, that has to be I think New it's pretty good yeah. I mean yeah yeah that's awesome cool man well thanks for the college football history lesson oh, you know Clemson I do what I can it's good to talk about I, I I like to imagine what it would be like to be in an environment like that on a regular basis yeah, a, a lot of tailgating a lot of free food. A lot of free food. You just got to say go Tigers and people will hand you stuff. And wear orange. orange. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, man. We're going to jump right into the awards in just a second. Okay, so I stop, I hit stop on the recorder and you were telling me about Hunter Renfro. Sure. And can yeah. you repeat what you said about his physical stature? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So so I did say he, he is very small. He does not appear to be... Much smaller than Nick, or much bigger than Nick is. I'm sure he's a little thicker, but sure, I think uh, yeah, when sure. I think when he started, he was maybe like five eight, 160 pounds. Like yeah. his, his freshman year in college, um, he was a walk on, but I mean, he also scored a slew of touchdowns and gave Alabama fits in a national championship game. So, so this is a good transition. I'm, I wanted sure. to to get that on sure recording because. We're going to talk about some more stat lines that I think an average person let's, could let's, achieve. Let's hear them. So keep in mind, everyone listening, Tom just laid out Hunter Renfro's physical stature, plays for the Oakland Raiders right now. He's getting playing time. He's by no means tearing the league up, but he's playing in the NFL, uh, doing his thing. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run off some stat lines from week sure. six. Let, let's hear them. From Fantasy World in week six. I want you to imagine a five, the average 5'8", 160-pound guy. All right, all right. To, to be clear, Hunter Renfro is not the average 5'8", 160-pound guy. So he is a freak athlete with really good hands and runs impeccable routes. 
Um, for the and sake, he is not tearing up the lead. But, but for, I'll buy into this. Let's, for let's the see sake, what we got. For the sake of the discussion, okay. uh, we'll run through a few of these. So, yeah. first, Kansas City, Demarcus Robertson. Four targets, zero catches, week six. Imagine that. Imagine that physical stature of Hunter Renfro. Can that average person get one catch out of four chances? So four catchable balls. So what? What I would say with that is it depends on where the targets are. So my my answer is a potential yes, mostly because one of my receivers got like a push pass, which is basically a handoff, but a little better. Yeah. Technically, that's a reception. It's a reception. Could, could you do that? That's all you need. Still get negative yards? Yeah, that's all you need. Sure. Yeah. Yes, it would be possible. I think that it's you are going to have to be gifted that reception, though. Like, your offensive coordinator is going to have to be like, we're getting this just, guy a reception. Just draw it up for him. Like, yeah, like, we're going to do a screen, be a running back, just run over there real quick, and we're immediately going to throw it to you. Hey, that counts. Yeah, that's yeah, all you that, need. So, yeah, that, that's one I will give you that I think an average person could get what is technically a catch. All right. So, I'm going to skip the, the Ronald Jones line because I, I don't think I'm going to get anywhere with that. Okay. He, he had four rushes for 10 yards. I don't think you're going to no. give that any play. We're going to move on to another receiver. We got Emmanuel Sanders, three targets. Uh, we'll skip that one, too. Three targets, one catch. We kind of just talked about okay. that. So we won't we won't do that one. Uh, Tyler Boyd, Cincinnati, seven targets, three catches, ten yards. See, I... So a few more targets. I I, I think the, the hardest part about this is... That I don't know how you're getting ten yards because well you run ten yards and then you catch the ball. Well, well see, I I think what you're assuming is that I'm or e- even if I'm not the average, who whoever this average person is, we're assuming that they're gonna get separation from an NFL caliber corner or safety. That's the assumption. Or linebacker. That is. I don't think that's possible for your. You might have some athletes. Who could get close, but my my fear is is that you're not gonna get any separation running a route downfield. So here's why I think you can get separation. Because there's ten other guys that the NFL that the excuse me, the defense is thinking sure. about, right? Like so they're all eleven people on the field are not thinking, I just need to stop this one guy. You have primarily, you know, the the one D back that's what? And man coverage responsible for you, but say sure. they're running a zone on that play. Well, well sure. Do I think that Jalen Ramsey is like, oh man, I'm gonna get this play and I'm just gonna turn the Jets on and he's he's gonna be so shook as I run my slant. He's not gonna <laughs> like no man, he's gonna cover me like a blanket. That, In so, assuming they're playing man, you know. So so if they're they're, if they're playing man, there's literally no way. There there's not anyone in our league who is sure. remotely close to fast enough to outrun uh, it, anyone on defense, even backpedaling, that would be my assumption. <laughs> if if they're playing zone and you have, a, I don't know, maybe if you're like playing tight end and you can pass block for one second and then drift out in the flat, <laughs> maybe you get a reception. I think the problem is is that so you're saying uh, I I don't know that you're getting ten yards on that. Yeah. My my bigger fear too is that I'll even give that hypothetical that. I can bleed out on the flats and I can get a reception. Yeah. And, you know, maybe have three, four yards in that. I'm going to get blown up 
probably break a rib <laughs> would be my guess is the next thing that's going to happen or collapse a lung. Keep in mind. And then let's go back to the case study though. Hunter Renfro's out there. 5'8", 160. Yeah, but, but, but once again, Hunter Renfro's not like, uh, Hunter Renfro's been working out for the NFL for <laughs> sure. for like six yeah. years. <laughs> like, I'm just trying like, to make a case. I, I, I got to have a, yeah. So, so I think that a, I, I think a reception is possible. I will give you that under the right circumstance. All right, last two. We'll, okay. we'll just we'll fly okay. through these okay. quick. Just give me a, a, a quick yes, okay. yes or no. Ito Smith, three rushes, six yards. No. <laughs> Joe Mixon, eight rushes, ten yards. <sighs> no. You thought about it, though, I, so I'm, I, I'm okay I, with that. I, I thought about it, but no. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to go ahead and jump into the awards. That was, that was fun, as always. All right, so every week we uh, go through a list of awards and hand uh, hand out some trophies to various teams. And as always, we start with the Savior of the Week Award. The Savior of the Week Award is for the pre- player that pretty much single-handedly got their team a victory with their performance. This week it's going out to Prescott's Tots, Brad Liss. Uh, Stefan Diggs scored 51 points. Uh he played me, I, 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 or I played him, unfortunately. And, uh, I mean, take away those 51 points, I, it would have been a lot closer of a game. But I think Stefan Diggs definitely earned the Savior of the Week this yeah. week. I mean, he essentially uh, got his defender fired after this. So, uh, that's true, true story. The, the Phillies, Zach Brown said Kirk Cousins, worst quarterback in the league. And then Kirk Cousins pushed oh. him, and then he got released. I heard today. about that. So, yeah, yeah. There, there you go. So, Stefan Diggs. Getting people fired. Wow, that so, burning it up. I mean, getting people shipped out of the league. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty. That was wild. a performance and a half. So, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about the whole uh, D back calling out Kirk Cousins and man. I mean, he's responded. Bold, bold moves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, his his other wide receiver called him out two weeks ago and he responded well to that. Like he, yeah, Adam yeah, he had a huge game last week. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So. so Apparently it works. More people need you to just call need Kirk to, Cousins. Yeah, you just need to tell so, Kirk Cousins that he's Maybe Adam Thielen should do it again so that he can have another, you know, like three point game. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I'm so, sure I'm sure yeah. your team would, yeah, yeah, yeah. would benefit from that. All right, next up we got the uh Strangers Award. It's the Answer Prayer Award, also known as the Andrew Luck Unexpectedly Retires Award. Uh this is this goes out to the team that bounces back from an unexpected injury, roster change, suspension. Uh it's kind of the catch-all award. We don't really know. Every week, I get a little more confused about it. Um, but this week, we're going to give it out to Lufra Rash, Noah Kirby's team. Tyreek Hill, first game back, had 27 points, two touchdowns on five catches. I think he had like 10 targets, so he dropped a few but, opportunities. But big game. I mean, yeah. 27 points, you don't know what you're going to get from a yeah. guy coming back from injury. And he, he played well. Yeah. Big game, smart start. Yeah. Kansas City homer, Noah paid off. So yeah, good good decision. And you you were saying off off air that you tried to poach Tyree Kill from. I I Noah. mean I I don't like to you know you know air out my my dirty laundry so to speak, <laughs> but I may have you know just tested some waters. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Noah Kirby said that he's still in it to win the league. Um. That's a Which good, is he's fair a, with Tyreek Hill coming back. He's um, yeah. 
uh, he's the you know much more formidable opponent, so he's got a shot. It's good to see Noah in good spirits after so many. Yeah, he, down he weeks, said, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, I felt like his entire bench and half his team was like in the hospital every <laughs> yeah. week. So, yep. uh, you know, he's he's coming around. He's playing the long game, so the, he might make fools of us all. Yeah. We'll see. Well, the next award uh, is for the, the wisest of them all. It's called the Time Knife, sponsored by The Good Place. And we do have a verse reference from the Christian Standard Bible for this award. Uh, it goes, the, there's a time to search and a time to count as lost. Ecclesiastes 3.6. Uh, the Time Knife Award is handed out to the team that made the best midweek roster move. This week, it goes to the Crosby Show, the controversially named Crosby Show. Bold moves. Josh Zier. Uh, he, he made two moves this week that were, I think, really smart. And uh, we are, I think, a little regretful that yeah these guys are not on our teams. But we got Hunter Henry, who he actually didn't start. I uh, scored 31 points. But, hey, he's on your roster, so... I mean, that is great. And then Robbie Anderson with Sam Darnold coming back. Um, and uh, he scored 27 points. So Yeah, smart, smart. Any thoughts on uh, Hunter Henry and the Chargers? Sam yeah. Darnold, his yeah. spleen. I like to talk about his spleen because... That's wild. <laughs> it's pretty scary. Like, I, I think I would have retired. I would have pulled the Andrew Luck if I was Sam Darnold. You know? I don't know. Maybe. It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, s- smart move, Josh. I need yeah. to figure out if any more quarterbacks are coming back. Yeah, I don't. I, I think he's really the big one, though. Everyone else is doing decent without him. Uh, well, so we also talked about this off air, but the league is so deep that it's really hard to find people that are actually available. But maybe I haven't looked, but maybe Josh Allen. I don't. Is he rostered? Is he on the roster right now? He. I. I don't think okay. he is. So um, maybe we're giving away so. information that we shouldn't. <laughs> he, uh, Big, big move. <laughs> if this comes out tonight, you know, hit up that waiver wire hit for Josh Allen there. Drop all so, that free agency money. Bill, Bill's Mafia, right? Come on, I mean, he spends it. He might be out of free agency money. All right, you, you, for Josh Allen, he'll find some money. So. <laughs> all right, next up we got the Suffering Disciple Award. Uh, again, a verse reference brought, brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. As a cloud fades away and vanishes, so the one who goes down the shield will never rise again. Job 7.9. Uh, the Suffering Disciple Award goes out to the team with the least amount of hope and the most amount of grief. And it seems like you're all, this team is always kind of dancing in this this arena. But it goes out to all snaked up. Zach Rogers, lowest score of the week at 108 total points. He also uh, is the lowest total points scored overall in the six games that have played That's been hard. played in fantasy. And he also only have one win, so all around, just not not good things. Yeah, and and it seems like he might be forgetting to set his roster. I'm, we don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I, I might recommend not starting Rashad Penny now yeah. that uh, now that Carson is getting. He's you know, the guy. Like yeah. he he's a workhorse. So yeah. you know. Yeah, but but it's, it's tough. It's been a rough. It's been a rough six weeks, but yeah, you know, you can always be that. Worst to first story, so yeah, just gonna hey. make make some moves. Zach, if you're looking to trade, you know, feel free to hit me up. I'll listen to anything. So he'll listen to anything besides Adam Thielen. You can't get rid of him. He's your. I mean, I could. I change team names. It's change fine. Team. Wow, you so, sometimes, okay. sometimes 
Contra- hot, take. Hot, are, hot take. You guys are willing to move away from your team so, names too quickly. So I think more than that, I am of the opinion that, you know, sometimes if something's not working, you got to change <laughs> it up. So I might need to change names anyway. You know, I'm on a wow. two-game losing streak. Sometimes what you need is, you know, shake it up, go in there, you know. Just okay. encourage the boys, give them something new to new to run after, a new name, uh, All right. slap it on the chest there, and, you know, go and get a big W. So, mm. yeah. Tough. I, I, I am not opposed to team name changes. So team name changes. Lot, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if there are any. We might have to give out a word to the team that makes the first team name change. I, I would argue there's some that should make that change, like uh, Ronald's team and uh, sure. Nathan Stong's yeah, team. It's just not it's not fun, guys. So. Yeah, those team names, no. they can yeah. use some creativity. But uh, All right, and then lastly, we have the highest praise award. Uh, highest praise award is where we celebrate the team that had the performance of the week. And that week, this week, it also goes out to Brad, who won the savior of the week, Prescott's Tots. Um, Brad, you killed me this week, 211 points, number one overall in the league. I think you've scored the most points overall in the league as well. So, I mean, for a person that was not paying attention halfway (laughs) through the auction draft, I mean, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting to question what my strategy was and try to figure out what yours was, Brad, but... I think his strategy might have been pretending that he was. I, I think that was it, which was really smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. I'll toss the spreadsheets next year and just fire from the hip instead. Well, congrats, Brad, on a good performance. Stefan Diggs definitely helped a lot. But, uh, yeah, nice job. Number one overall team. And might as well mention that Tim is number two overall in the league. Uh, so the two pastors... Wow. Are happen to be one and two in the league. So coincidence? I don't know. I mean, I mean you think they're like I don't know, casting lots or something? I I don't know. <laughs> there might be a lot of prayer going on. A lot of prayer? For that. Maybe not. Prayer so, prayer is yeah. definitely maybe more spiritual than casting lots. I mean so. technically I guess casting lots is in the Bible. It's Yeah. It's old testament though, right? So yeah, that isn't yeah, no, more, more more old testament. <laughs> sure. You know. Uh we might have to have some... Uh, Is that going to be the, the draft next year? We're going to cast lots for, for players? Oh, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Going Old Testament on, on fantasy football. I like it. 2020. So Yeah. Change it up. There you go. Instead of changing the team names, change up the draft. <laughs> but the, draft how, style, there, there you yeah. go. So. Well, nice job, fellas. Those are the awards for week six. And we'll be right back in a second. All right, so before we wrap up, I I just want to have a little bit more fun because recording this podcast is uh, it's a good time. It's a good hang. So uh, hit me with your favorite football movie. So easy choice. There's only one right answer. Only ever will be one right answer. As Remember the Titans, uh, Denzel Washington in one of his finest performances as Coach Boone. Uh, Fantastic movie. It ages like a fine wine, which is nice. to say it's exceptional. Um, one of the greatest sports movies of all time. Wow. So I, hot takes. I would say, uh, yeah, hot takes. Hot takes all over. Change your team name, unless it's Remember the Titans, and you know, keep that <laughs> solid. So, you know, yeah. So, Friday Night Lights, 
I don't know if that would qualify as a movie technically, but how do you how do you feel like that? So there there is a Friday Night Lights movie, sure, which, yeah. which is I I would say pretty good. Um, it, it's definitely a good football movie. The TV show, yeah. I mean, yeah, Coach Coach Taylor, uh, may, maybe the greatest football TV show of all time. Yeah, I can only so think if, of one other, but let's say so. Let's for a second. For oh man, just just to experiment. Imagine right. the TV show Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Imagine it just as a, a one as a movie. Just a imagine movie, it. But as I got movie. you. Okay. Is it better than Remember the Titans? <sighs> I, that's a tough or, call. That that's that's a tough call. But I I think that uh, it's it's hard to beat Denzel. Yeah, stick with that, stick with that. Denzel. I'll, I'll stick with that. But that would be that would be a very yeah. a very close one. So uh, yeah. So, my favorite, I, I'm thinking about this. I haven't seen a, a lot of football movies, but I, I think if I had to pick a favorite, it's very different from Remember the Titans. Okay. And also, I'm going to just go on record and be transparent and hope that oh, everyone doesn't give me crap. But I've, I've never seen Remember the Titans. Okay, that's fine. I've never seen Friday Night Lights. That's fine. Um, I, I thought you were gonna say you didn't like them. That would have no. been a hot take. Okay. That would have been a no, real no. hot take. Just, I'd have been like, whoa. Just never I seen leave. them. <laughs> I know. I know they're classics. I've never seen them. But, but one movie that I have seen that is a football movie, very different, uh, football movie. But the longest yard, Adam Sandler. Have you, have you it's seen a fun that? one. It's it's fun. It, it's yeah. it's a it's a fun one. Yeah. So yeah. That's yeah. A, I I can sense that you're not saying other things because no, it's probably I mean, gonna go downhill. <laughs> No, I th- I think I think it's a fun one. Yeah. So I I think it's definitely not one of Adam Sandler's worst movies, and he has some some bombs out there. Yeah. So it's a it's a good movie. There there's some fun in it. There's some some laughs. Yeah. The football's pretty decent in it. That that is a solid entry in the football movie you know world you catalog know. if you're gonna have one. So. All right. Last question. Going yeah. back to Remember the Titans. Give me one thing. From that movie, that you learned, and can and have applied to your life, or do you oh think, gosh. or do you think people could apply to to life as a whole? Oh man, um, you know, do we want to go real deep or more surface? You can you can go I, however I, you want to go. That, this is that, the cultivating gridiron transformation fantasy football oh, podcast. Man. Well, well, as a as a real deep one, especially in some of the of today's climates. Is it being focused on desegregating a football team that was all white huh. and including uh, black athletes into this, having a black coach? I do think that there is a lot of uh, good lessons that are yeah. learned throughout that process of how how do the players uh, on both sides come to appreciate that? How does the coach handle the situation where he's expected to fail? Hmm. Uh, how does this team overcome uh, some of the animosity from, from the city and even some internally uh, yeah. to do a good job? Uh, uh, the other thing that I found is that there are some great motivational speeches that if you want to get guys to uh, just go knock someone's heads off, you know, you're just going to tell them that make them always remember <laughs> the day they were played the Titans. I'm, I'm not going to uh, butcher that speech by yeah. trying to articulate it as well, well, but the speech where it's they better not gain another yard, pretty great. Also, learn this 5,280 feet in a mile. Because they From were very movie? specific. Uh, you know, Petey, there's 5,280 feet in a mile, and you're going to go run every single one of them until you stop dropping my football. So, you know, that's a fun, fun life lesson. Okay, so. so I don't know how much they're paying you, but 
I'm sold. Like, I, I, I haven't seen this movie. I want to go see the movie now. Academy Award winner, Denzel Washington. I mean, I love Denzel. Yeah. I, I love Great. him. But I just haven't seen this one. So I'm going to go watch it sometime soon because yeah. I'm sold. And to piggyback on your comment about the lesson that you think can come out of it, that I think for me, that's always been, I grew up, grew up playing sports. And for me, that's always been a big part of what I've enjoyed about sports is that in a lot of ways, sports can bring people from different backgrounds yeah. together, and the playing field is is level. You're you're all working towards the same thing, yeah. Uh, in a sense, and it just I think it teaches kids a lot about how to be in an environment with people that are different from them. And so yeah, so I'm sold. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch it. Go. Also, sports are great. And Ryan Gosling's young, in it? I'm definitely Ryan Gosling. Okay, so he's in it. So. You should have led with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I I forget he's in there. He's he 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 plays a you know important character, but he's definitely sure. not the main one. Also, he's not quite, you know, stud Ryan Gosling of twenty nineteen. That's he's okay. Kind of a little baby faced. It's not, great to see where so. you know they started. You know? Back to his roots. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's good. So yeah. homework for the week, uh podcast listeners. If you haven't seen Remember the Titans, go watch it. Even if you have, go watch it again. If you haven't, go watch it again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's good to to end on. I'm glad I'm glad we talked about that movie. Yeah. I didn't think good. I would learn so much from such an old film, but Oh, it's a fun one. Yeah. So All right, well Tom, it's been fun. I think we talked about a lot. This might be the longest podcast yet. Oh, man. Covered that's a good thing. Clemson football. Remember oh, that, that's always a good thing. That's so, always a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I convinced you a little bit that average people can do NFL things. <laughs> to do one NFL thing. I will give you that. I'll take it. No, no Kirby, if you want to blow up the, uh, the group chat. <laughs> so. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, this was fun. Any last, any last words? No, it's it's been a pleasure, as awesome. I said before. Uh, Long time listener, glad Person to be is. glad glad to be a guest. Nice. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys, to the Week Six Cultivating Gridiron Transformation Fantasy Football Podcast. That is a long name. Brad won't let me change it, and we're out. <laughs>